podcast for women like you. Women in business across all industries. We've learned from experience how hard it can be to manage it all on your own. So we're here to answer your questions, spill the tea, and be completely open and honest about the life of a business owner. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Female Founders Podcast. It's Friday. Oh my goodness. It's probably Tuesday if you're listening to this, but for us it's Friday and I'm very (laughs) glad about that. We're going out for a glass of wine, aren't we? We It's been one of those weeks where it's like... Just oh, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Just a week in the life. Good things of an have happened. Bad things have happened. Yeah. We've cried. We've laughed. We've been overwhelmed. We've been happy. We've felt sick. It's just been really fun. Yeah. I'm not a wine girl as well, so so if you're gonna gonna try and get me on the wine, yeah, it's just try it. I think it's just a is it just a mature thing? Like yeah, I used to drink it when I was younger, um, but then had like a bad experience with it, so I just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally just haven't drank it since. Um, and then I started drinking it last year. You know, like oh, when you go out for meals yeah, and stuff like that. Sophisticated lady. I just thought, right, it's time to grow up now, Sophie. Yeah. You can't be having like lemonade and vodka with meals. Yeah. Obviously, I love a cocktail. Yeah. So I was like, right, we'll drink the wine. And mm-hmm. now I actually really like it. You know, when you go out for at restaurants, do you do the whole like, oh, which one do you want? And then like swish it around and like read like, the menu. Like, yeah, is it like that? Or do you just say, can I have a glass of red? Or is it depend no, on where so you go? Like, if I go out with my partner, we'll get like a bottle of white wine to share and we'll just choose what one we want. I just leave it down to him. Anyway, we have got a very exciting episode today. We have got a very first guest, very first guest on. Um, we've had so much fun um, speaking to her. We can't wait for you to hear the conversation we've had. It's been amazing. She's been so insightful. Like I could just sit and listen to her all day long. My mind is blown. Um, if you love manifestation like us, she speaks about the science behind it, how it works. It is how, it, how you can oh, use it in your business, yeah. how she's used it. She's also a new mum as well. So she's spoken about her experiences being a mama, um, which we loved. So we're going to pop into our little conversation that we had with Hannah now. We hope you enjoy. So we're here with Hannah from Mind Map Mentality. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Do you want to give us a little run through of your business and what you do? Yeah, so I am a mindset manifestation coach. I feel like there's a lot of other things that I do, but they're like my main things. I also do like women's circles, events, retreats, things like that, but all in the wellness and mindset space. Amazing. That's amazing. How did you get started with that? Because you're only, you're a young girl like us as well. So how did you get started with it all? Yeah, so I did my psychology degree and then I went and did a master's in mental health. And then I started working for a company that did like coaching for young people with addictions so I worked with them and did loads of qualifications whilst I was there so that was really good and then after a year of working for them I was like do you know what I'd rather do this on my own so I can kind of choose who I'm working with and choose what I specialize in um so I went self-employed and started my mentality what was it that you thought um that you sort of didn't like in that business that you worked for then was it like the people you were working with or it was so because it was in the charity sector a lot of the people that were working a lot of the clients I was working with didn't want to work with me Mm -hmm. and because it was working with addictions a lot of them were young people that didn't realize that they had an addiction didn't want help so they were very like shut off it was also really underpaid and a lot of hours a lot of like safeguarding stuff and 
it was just so stressful. I'd start at eight in the morning, end up finishing. I was meant to finish at like six and every time there'd be like a safeguarding issue, you'd have to like ring the police or work with whoever you were working with, multiple yeah. services and end up finishing like nine, 10 at night, like oh most days. God, so it was so just bad. so draining. And that, I bet that completely drained you from energy, doesn't mm. it? Absolutely, yeah. Wow. So okay. How did you like move into the world of like manifestation and stuff? This Like this is what I'm so intrigued to know. Like how did you think to make a business from it? So when I started, it wasn't really, it wasn't meant to be manifestation at all. Mm. I kind of used that in my personal life, but I was purely focused on mindset coaching. Yeah. And then after a while, it kind of just like naturally progressed into that. So I got into manifestation myself after reading The Secret. I feel like everybody does that. Yeah. But um, I read The Secret and then started applying it in my life. And then I realised that it went so well with so many of the things that I was doing already with clients. Mm. Um, And I think I see manifestation as more of like a mindset tool rather than just something that's like Mm. completely spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Which it just linked so well into what I was already doing. Mm. So I'd have some clients at the start that were completely like not into all of that stuff and we'd work basically just on psychology and mindset and evidence-based stuff yeah and then I'd have people that were more open to spiritual stuff and we'd go really deep into manifestation and things like that with them and then I just realized that's what I like doing more so so I kind of worked with those type of clients yeah we've had like we've had like crazy stories yeah it's not even like you can't even explain it. You sort of envision something or you say something or speak into existence. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, it actually has happened for us. Yeah. Um, or even it's, it can manifest in good or bad ways, can't it? So we, yeah. if you get up and um, I saw on TikTok recently, like, this burnt toast theory. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, no, I've not. So it's about, like, um, if you... It's like the butterfly effect of stuff. So, like, if one bad thing happens, you're like, oh, I'm going to have a rubbish day now. And then this yeah. happens and you manifest yourself to have a bad day. But if you wake up up and you tell yourself today's gonna be a good day i'm gonna get this done it manifests itself yeah, it can be yeah, good yeah. or bad i've had that you know it, it's when i it's a certain situation right so if i'm having a bad day and i'm in a bad mood which i tend to pull myself out of quicker now mm-hmm. um but like a couple of years ago I'd go into a garage when it was COVID actually and I'd be in such a foul mood and I'd forgot to put my mask on or something like that and you get into the garage and they go uh can you go and put your mask on please or like someone <laughs> just have one problem with you and you just think like Oh, oh like, it just puts you in stop such... that's like the cherry on top of the cake for me yeah. today like yeah. it, you it do puts actually you in a rubbish bring, mindset does bring it? that to yeah you. i feel like it's the phase as well um when you're in that like negative phase you have to really notice what you're thinking yeah. because it's so easy to use things like that phrase that's um I'm just having one of those days. Yeah. Like we all know what that means. It means like everything is going wrong. Yeah. And I always say, when I say that, everything will go wrong. Yeah. And it was probably about a year ago now, I was having one of those days and I was like holding my tongue. I was like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> and then I was in Waitrose and I got to the till and I dropped my purse. My coins went everywhere. Oh I'd lost my card. Like my card wasn't in my purse. And I said to the cashier, I was like, I'm having one of those days. <laughs> and I went back to the car and had a ticket on my car. I'd literally been in there oh like 10 minutes. God. And I thought that is my fault for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's manifestation. Like I, you have to stop yourself and go, no, I'm not having one of those yeah. days. Yeah. I'm going to have, have a great to literally day. literally like pull myself out of it straight away. I'm like, nope. We are not having one of these days. We are yeah. positive queens over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so give us some of your like crazy manifesting stories then. So mm-hmm. I think like the biggest one was when we first moved out. So it was the end of COVID when everyone was like looking for houses. Yeah. So we wanted to move out and we were renting. And every single house that we saw, we were like getting declined from because there was like 12 people applying. And we, I just left uni. So I wasn't in full-time employment. Like there was 
no houses available we kept going and viewing them and we'd be like don't get your hopes up and then we wouldn't and we wouldn't get them so we must have viewed about eight or nine houses and not got any of them and then I said to Matt, I just read The Secret and I was like really getting into manifestation. I was like, right, we're going to do this manifestation meditation. And he was like, what a load <laughs> of rubbish. And I was like, just do it. I was like, just do it. Do you want to move out of this house or not? Because we were living with my mum and two brothers. Yeah. And like, we were living in a box room. It was just, I was so ready to move out. Yeah. And he was like, right, okay. So he did it reluctantly. <laughs> and then I was journaling, just like doodling in this book. And I drew this house just like a basic house with a little fence at the side and a little driveway and some trees out the front and I wrote next to it like by the 1st of September we'll be in our new house and we'll both have jobs that we enjoy yeah. and by the 1st of September so then I forgot about it we went to view this house and I saw it and I was like right let's just get our hopes up for this one yeah. so we went into the viewing and I was like right we're going to be really positive like visualize this is our house we went in and loved it and we came out and he was like yeah that's the one isn't it like that's that's our house and then we got approved on it we moved (gasps) in and as I was unpacking I found this notebook and I opened it (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird like I opened this notebook and saw the picture that I'd drawn and it was the exact house that we'd moved into that I'd drawn before we'd ever seen it and we moved in on the 31st of August like is there 31 days in August? Yeah. Last day of August. Oh, before the September. Yeah. Oh, and I'd started my job the week before and Matt started his job on the 1st of September and I'd like written it and forgotten about it. And we'd moved into that's that exact That's a coincidence for like so three strange. massive things to happen. Did yeah. he believe it then? Yeah, like, so that's that was like his turning point where he was like, okay, that's weird. And then now there'll be things where I'll say like, I'm going to manifest something. And he's like, okay, like just kind of lets me do my own yeah. thing. And then it happens and he's like, what the hell? It's so he, he does kind of like he's open to it now yeah Yeah. i think with some things as well so like what would you say because you know a lot of people don't believe manifesting and Mm. they're very negative about it like for example my boyfriend he just goes whatever makes you happy yeah they don't get it so like the way that i've tried to respond to people when they do say that is like you're you weren't ready for that thing that you wanted so like for example i really wanted a job at pretty little thing in the marketing area and I was manifesting that I would write down every day I love my job at PLT I'd like watch YouTube videos and envision it and then I didn't get it and I was like right manifestation's not real then (laughs) I was literally like so upset that I didn't get this job um but then I know now that I way prefer the job I'm in now to the PLT job there was a reason that you didn't have so how do you like respond to people when they're like it's a load of rubbish or it's just a coincidence so I think there's like two sides of it one side is like it's a spiritual thing and I think everything happens for a reason yeah and I think we kind of don't know what we want at the time I always compare it to like a relationship where you think at the time that it's the right person for you and everybody else is like oh no they're really bad for you Mm -hmm. and you're like well I'm not cutting it off because this is this person's amazing yeah and then the relationship finishes and you look back and you're like actually actually they were right yeah yeah so there's that side of it where you don't always know what you want Mm -hmm. and everything will happen for the right reasons and then to the people that think like manifestation doesn't work I say it from like a mindset point of view that it isn't just this crazy thing where you write it down and it comes true if you believe that something's really going to happen it's about you believe that so much that you think okay how am I going to make it work yeah so it's when your mindset is in the place that you think about what you want 
you're going to attract more of that because you're going to put yourself in situations where you see more opportunities. So the psychology behind it is that we have this thing in our brain called the reticular activation system and it filters out evidence that's not helpful for us because every single thing that we see around us every day, we can't take in that much information. So it's kind of like if you're driving down the road and you think about seeing a red car, you'll see loads of red cars. It's not because they weren't there before. It's because you weren't paying attention to them. So it's the same with manifestation. If you think that... I want this to happen. Yeah. You're going to see more opportunities for that to happen. Yeah. And I'd say like with you trying to manifest the pretty little thing job, yeah. instead of focusing on something that we really, really want and thinking that's the only thing that can, mm. that's the only way that it can work out for me. Yeah. Trying to have that mindset of, right, well, I don't actually know everything. I don't know how things are going to work out. Yeah. But, focusing on what you want to feel so like mm. that job at pretty little thing would have made you feel like successful mm. or like like you've got your shit together or what yeah. can i swear on this yeah I, yeah. yeah sorry well, we yeah. swear but yeah, yeah. yeah. um <laughs> yeah like thinking about what it is that you want to feel and then knowing that you can release the control on how that's going to happen so mm. those feelings that you thought you wanted through that job you've probably got now yeah in the job that you've got that's so true you know that's crazy but that's how I always think of things now is if it's like or even even down to things like um, you know like pattern your driving test or something like that like if you like fail your driving test multiple times you go oh why am I not passing this I've manifested that I'll pass I, I always think like you didn't pass at that time for a reason because yeah. you could have been in a horrible accident or something bad could have happened yeah so that's how I sort of think about it if people are a bit more negative and they're like getting you know do you like get clients where they're frustrated if they're like i'm trying to manifest this and it's just not happening like do you like well there's something you're doing wrong well there's yeah we focus on the feeling so rather than the actual thing so like if you pass your driving test how would you feel what would it do in your life how can you make that feeling happen now yeah because there kind of is a part of it that's a spiritual thing but then there's also the part of it where you weren't meant for that thing at that time but if you had the mindset of like I'm gonna fail my driving test because I've failed it five times before you're probably gonna fail it because you're in that you're in that headspace yeah I think it is about positive psychology and like if you're thinking positive things positive things can happen but Mm -hmm. if they're not happening you'll be able yeah there is a reason but you'll be able to look back on it and understand why I think that resonates with me so much because like you know when I first started I was like you know why am why am I not getting loads of clients and stuff da 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 and then like a month goes by and you put some groundwork in you you know you put some systems in place you level up your business mm. then it all starts to come like there's reasons for things not happening when you want it to happen like you've got a you know there's maybe one thing else that you've got to do first before yeah. you're even ready it's like that thing isn't it like what are you going to do if that all comes to you at once when you're not in a position where you're ready for it? Because you might have got loads of clients but not had the right system to place or not been organised. I've just been like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. And if you have that as a mindset, rather than seeing it as just this spiritual thing, if that's your mindset, every time something goes wrong, imagine how much better your life's going to be. Because you'll be like, oh, it's just not meant for me. Yeah, so if, if something happens for me now... I'm like, you know, something bad happens like with work or something. You just think, right, there's a reason for that. Something better is on its way. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. So do you think that like negative thoughts can manifest negatively then? So if someone's like comes to you and they're like, Hannah, I've tried everything. It's just not going to work out for me. Like, is it just not going to work out for them because they're that negative? I think there's kind of two sides to it. I think you can only manifest things if you're actually wanting it to manifest but sometimes when you're stuck in that negative mindset you can want 
to manifest bad things like when I was like oh it's one of those days I know what that means in my head I know that that means everything's going wrong this day Mm -hmm. so then I'm saying that and that's going to happen but then there is also a side of it where I think manifestation can cause a lot of worry in people that have anxiety because they're thinking like if I've got health anxiety and I'm thinking I've got this illness or Mm -hmm. this is going to happen yeah I was going to say like if you have like negative thoughts and stuff you know, is it going to mean that you're going to manifest it? You know, you know, how do you get over negative thoughts so you feel like it's not going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because so that I- gives me anxiety sometimes. Like, if I'm in my head and I'm like, bloody hell, today's been hard, or, you know, is this client going to leave or something like that? And I'm like, yeah. oh, no. I was like, why? why you yeah. know, why or even, like, that? everyone does it with, like, health things. You know, if yeah. you're like... You, oh, you do quite a lot. Yeah, if I'm like, oh, I've, I've got a headache, I've got cancer does that manifest yeah. or do you think you know people just say it and then they don't think about it much more because yeah. people do really like hyper fixate on yeah stuff massively like that, so i think it's dependent on where your subconscious mind is so for if you're struggling with anxiety which i did for years i think my subconscious mind wasn't kind of um built on the belief that i'm gonna die if i'm trapped in this room yeah. or for example like i hate it being trapped in small spaces yeah that my subconscious mind didn't actually believe that so those thoughts I'm not choosing to have them and I'm not thinking like I want to die in this room because I'm trapped in it so it's kind of the difference between your subconscious mind and your conscious mind is where I think the manifestation comes in so the best thing you can do is train your subconscious mind to think that everything's going my way, everything is going to work yeah. out. It's like this lucky girl syndrome that's going around yeah, at the minute. Yeah, like, so that's about that. Do you, like, believe in that? And- I think it's just a new way of talking about manifestation. Yeah. So yeah. if you believe, if you really believe that you're a lucky girl and things happen for you, they're going yeah. to. Yeah. But your subconscious mind has to be in the right place where you've done the mindset work and you've gone deeper into understanding, do you actually feel lucky? Do you actually feel worthy? Because if you don't... Yeah. Because I not can imagine there's a life. lot of people that sit there and repeat it because everyone's telling them to. But if you don't actually genuinely believe that, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you? So how do you sort of manifest yourself? If you want to manifest something, how would you go about manifesting that thing? So since I've had Matilda, it's changed completely because I used to literally sit down, meditate, journal, like yeah. visualize. I do everything. I don't have time for that yeah. now. <laughs> so for example, I've just got a new car, which for years I've wanted a big car Mm. and like that's something that I've manifested for so long and I used to write about it in my journal but one of the ways that I can manifest now is like when I'm driving well I don't need to now because it's happened but when I'm driving in my old car I'd like visualize like eyes on the road oh my god I do that (laughs) I literally do that I came in the office the other day and I said to Vicky I said right I've got a date when I get my next car yeah I said I was on the way here and I didn't even realize I was doing it but I was visualizing the interior of yeah. my car was that yeah. car that I wanted and I was mm. up high and I was like yeah oh. it's so embarrassing car. but I literally used to put the seat I had a polo before the car that I've got now it's like a little tiny car <laughs> I used to put the seat as high as it could go because I'd be like <laughs> I'm driving my big car it works, and then yesterday so. I was driving into Liverpool with my friend and I was like oh my god like this is it I'm like high up I'm in my nice car it smells like a new car yeah and that's the thing that I used to think about for so long so there's like different ways of doing it so that you don't have to actually sit down with your journal. I still do yeah. like journaling, but um, there's subliminals that are really good. So you can like have those on when you're asleep. And like, you know, like relaxing music that people play to get babies to sleep. Yeah. I put like manifestation frequencies on now when I'm asleep Whoa. because Matilda will go to sleep to it. Yeah, And it's like programming your mind subconsciously yeah. for when you're asleep that good things are going to happen. Is that <laughs> actually like a real thing then, manifestation frequencies? Like, is that re- actually really good to listen to? Yeah, because the frequency of the music, so everything vibrates like it's that science. Yeah. So when something's vibrating on a higher frequency, you're 
they're like good things like good vibes Mm, high vibrational things and the frequency of those soundtracks is high so it's it's when you listen to it those vibrations going into your body and changing the way that you vibrate Mm, if that makes sense and how do like subliminal stuff how does that work is that a real thing yeah so subliminals like I was saying before, they bypass your conscious mind because you can't actually hear them. So yeah. the words are there, but your conscious mind can't hear them to go. So if you use like affirmations and you're saying like, I'm so wealthy, yeah. but then your mind is like, you're not like yeah. you're in your overdraft or you're this or you're that. Yeah. Subliminals don't, you can't hear them. So it yeah. goes directly into your subconscious brain. Uh-huh. So your mind thinks, oh, I am wealthy without your conscious mind being like, no, you're not. You know, is, that arguing why, back. is that why people say to be careful with them because some people make bad ones yeah Did i heard about this on a podcast Did you hear that? No. so like people make uh subliminals called like you know positive subliminal affirmations to listen to and then people will listen to them but they've actually put negative words into it like i will die or i will this or that so that you listen to that and your subliminal mind takes it in people are nasty i know it could be so bad i i record my own but um there's also a woman that does a podcast called law of attraction changed my life and she sells them on her website i feel like i would trust her yeah i would um and then also we'll speak a bit about hannah being a mum as well because we get we do have some mums that listen um so i feel like that'd be so good for us to speak about um so tell us a bit about how being a mom how that works whilst you're running a business like how are you finding it so I think I was quite naive at the start and I thought that I'd be able to just carry on running my business because like (laughs) I pretty much work from home Mm -hmm. um I was like yeah it'll be fine and that's not what happens like when you have a baby (laughs) that baby is the center of everything Mm -hmm. however I obviously haven't taken like nine months maternity leave like you would if you were in a like nine to five yeah um I would say I had maybe a month and a half off like not doing anything and then I slowly went back and started doing like my socials again and then started having clients but my clients and I'm completely open about it when I work one-to-one with clients like Matilda will be there sometimes and sometimes like I'll have to feed her on calls Mm -hmm. and settle her on calls so I for my 60 minute sessions I say to clients like have a 90 minute window in case I need to like pause for 15 minutes and get to sleep yeah I haven't ever had to do that she's always been quite good yeah um but yeah just I think the the thing that I've learned is that I need to be organized and to outsource like you can't do everything yourself and it's the same with like looking after Matilda like I was having this conversation with my mum the other day and she was like you can't struggle all the time and not ask for help like you have to eventually be like okay this is getting a bit much like even if it's things like outsourcing the cleaner and like getting a cleaner was a game changer because I didn't have to then think I'm in a messy house with a baby that's got so much like needs changing feeding and I'm trying to run my own business and I've got a client at five o'clock or whatever it is yeah oh my brain would fry (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my gosh it would fry and I love it as well because um so you always speak about the positive experiences of being a mum because like I'm dying to be a mum but whenever I ever speak to people about it it's always very negative um so why why do you think you're a lot more positive because you've had a positive experience or you've been had a more positive outlook on having a baby in general yeah I think it's definitely my outlook I had a question the other day on my Instagram and they said do you think you manifested your birth experience and I had an incredible birth like I was saying before I would do it again tomorrow um which I think is crazy because so many mums that I speak to are like it was hell it was hell (laughs) like you know it was so much pain and I was yeah for this many hours and like I've just had so many horror stories but your story is like actually just made me like I'm gonna ring my boyfriend (laughs) I want a baby (laughs) I think like it can be 
I don't want to invalidate anybody that's had a bad experience yeah, because obviously yeah. some births are horrendous and traumatic and yeah. really difficult. I was lucky in the sense that I had a good birth, but there is a part of that that I did so much research. I did so many hypnobirthing courses mm. and like read so many books. I understood my rights with birth. Like I understood what type of birth I wanted and I made sure that that happened. And after I gave birth, I remember I went round to my partner's families and like his nana was like, did you tear? And I was like, uh-huh. first of all, that's personal. <laughs> I was like, no. And she was like, oh, you're so lucky then. Like, you've had a really, you're lucky that you've had a good birth. And I was like, was I lucky or have I done all my research? And did I do mm. the breathing techniques that I really didn't want to do when I was having contractions? Yeah. But I did. And the midwife said, that's why I didn't tear. So it's, really? yeah. So there's so many parts of like motherhood that I think you have, it's here now. Like, she's here. She's going to cry. She's not going to sleep. She's yeah. She's a baby. Yeah. So you can either, like, dwell on it and complain about it to everybody or you can think that's not going to change it. Yeah. And, like, last night she woke up every hour. But I didn't wake up and say, oh, I've had a bad night with her because yeah. she's just a baby. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. So it's just about your outlook when something does happen, making yeah. sure you react to it in a positive yeah. way. Yeah. How have people, like, supported you then as a new mom with a business? Like, have you felt supported by friends family obviously your partner yeah like Matt's about. been amazing my mum's been amazing his family have really like stepped up and they really love Matilda mm. um friends my best friend of like over 10 years doesn't speak to me anymore when stop yeah that. when I like announced that I was pregnant she just stopped speaking to me why I, I have no idea and I that's think as well... That's actually heartbreaking, though. We just did a podcast before you came in, which will be going out before this one, about friendships and business yeah. and stuff like that. And people are just bizarre. I think like, part of it, like, we're just at different phases. Yeah, she said this. You and outgrow like, you out, Yeah, you do outgrow people. Like, you know, you just become a mom. Like, yeah. you know, whereas for me versus you, I'm not I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. People do grow, like... I, just, I think like I've still got friends that are at different phases and like you just learn to adjust and I've yeah, still got friends yeah. that obviously haven't had kids. None like, of my you actual friends. me and said, oh, I'd have baby. a baby, I'd be like, oh, I'll be the auntie. Yeah, I'm the godmother, <laughs> yeah. you know, like sign me up for this whole process. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah, so like my best friend that I met in uni, she's Matilda's godmother and she's like, we, she sees her every week. Like she oh, is obsessed oh. with her. Um, And our friendship's just changed. Yeah. But like my best friend that I'd had for over 10 years, she is she was younger than me mm-hmm. and she's still at uni and like I think our lives were just at different yeah. like phases yeah. and even with business like when my business started to take off and it was really successful she was like never excited about it like you'd mm. want them to be and I think mm-hmm. looking back now I still can't really get my head around the fact that the friendship's gone yeah but I do think if she was to walk back into my life like we're just not at the same yeah. stage so yeah if I met her today we probably wouldn't be friends anymore and I think I've changed a lot in the past two years like since starting my business and obviously becoming a mom Mm. I've become a lot more positive and I used to complain about everything and be really negative and like I'm not that person anymore so I think you do outgrow people but most of my friends and like all my family have been incredible with her so so a lot of people say when they have a baby it's kind of similar to running a business right this is just what i've heard obviously i have no experience of this whatsoever um because you like you you know there's no course there's no nothing to tell you what like what it is um so how would you say that like having a baby has changed your outlook on life and business um i think it's made me realize that you have to be present in the moment right now and adjust to it because I was one of those people that would like overthink every decision and be like oh should I do this should I do that even like what to have for lunch like I could not make a decision (laughs) I cannot decide things at all and now 
she needs something you have to react in that moment so it's made me realize that you have to be present and be like okay what's happening now what can I control now rather Mm -hmm. than thinking I don't have time to overthink anymore I can't (laughs) overthink um but in terms of like my business it's definitely taught me to be more organized and Mm -hmm. mom life is so much easier if I'm organized as well so the days where like the house has got so messy and she's got no clean clothes and like mm. I've got no clean clothes yeah that is when I feel really overwhelmed and it's the same with business if I've let like my emails build up or like I haven't done my clients notes straight after the session or things like that it's very similar in the fact that there's if things get on top of me that's when I feel overwhelmed yeah, yeah. amazing yeah. um so what would you say I mean I want to start asking guests this question at the end what advice would you give to women in business who are listening about what to do with their business their mindset everything like that I think even if you're closed off to manifestation don't see it as something that's really spiritual see it as a mindset tool if you think that the best thing is going to happen in your business if you're going to be fully booked if you're going to be so successful Mm -hmm. if you've got like these massive this massive vision for your business yeah if you genuinely do the mindset work to believe that that's possible yeah of course your business is going to take off because you're going to be putting yourself in rooms with people that can help with opportunities and show you how successful you can be yeah whereas if you think oh you know like maybe that will happen hopefully it will you know not me having all this imposter syndrome and never doing anything about it yeah you're not going to put yourself in those situations where things can happen for you so i'd say say see the best in every situation and make sure you're doing mindset work because my business I even though I'm a mindset coach I didn't do any mindset work around business and when I started doing that I was getting clients that were so much more aligned and so much more exciting for me Mm. because I was showing that on Instagram and like showing it in the ways that I market my business it was coming across that I'd done the mindset work and I knew I my services were valuable and I could charge what I felt like I was worth Mm. whereas before I was like oh hopefully I'll get clients yeah so I'd say think the best in every situation and make sure you're constantly working on your mindset I was just going to bring up like the imposter syndrome thing because it's something I think all business owners can struggle with Mm. um you know there's no one coming to tell you if you're making the right or wrong decisions and you, you know you do question yourself um what would be like your number one piece of advice for imposter syndrome that for business owners so obviously like the basis of imposter syndrome is feeling like you're not worthy so yeah. when something good happens you can kind of repel it because you're like oh my god not me yeah. um but actually if you feel like you're not worthy i would say go deeper into it and say okay who's made you feel like you're not worthy yes because mm. no one comes out of the womb thinking i'm not worthy yeah. like yeah. i can't do anything <laughs> like as a child now as well like seeing matilda it's given me this like new outlook on life that she's going to grow up thinking she can do anything yeah because there's been no experiences to make her feel unworthy so if you are struggling with imposter syndrome if you go back to the first ever time that you felt unworthy it could have been in nursery like it could have been in school Mm. you've painted a picture and somebody said oh no that's not very good so and so is better you've then taken that and internalized it and thought i'm not worthy then i'm not very good i'm not successful so then the reticular activation system that we're talking about before in your brain will filter out any other evidence to say you are worthy and you'll only see things to prove that you're not worthy so once you go back really fascinating and that's why manifestation works because it's the positive version of it but if you go back to that time and you realize okay why did i not feel worthy you can realize okay so my whole life i've not felt worthy but that's because i internalize that so when you bring an awareness to that and you start unpicking it straight away you're already going to open those filters and start looking for evidence to prove that that's not true so then you're going to start seeing results like that in your business yeah because wow. it's not always like magic and stuff because i always yeah. say when if people aren't don't believe in manifestation 
the worst that's going to happen is you just really self-motivated and positive minded mm -hmm. even if it's not the magic behind it that works you're just going to be a really motivated person yeah. and like even things like i always think that like you know even things like kindness manifests itself if yeah. you're nice people you'll get it back you'll get so it back 100%. If, even if even if manifestation's not real the worst is you're a kind person you believe That's in yourself it. you're yeah. driven there's nothing and i think in business happen. as well like yeah you can you can drive yourself forward you're self-motivated so mm -hmm. like how would you say to manifest things as a business owner is there like a certain thing that you do or <laughs> so i would say like if your mindset in general is if you think about exactly what success looks like for you which is yeah. going to be different to everybody and then think about how that feels so if you are successful is it like the time freedom the financial freedom the ability to like work from wherever you want to be able to raise a family like whatever it is get clear on that feeling and then ask yourself how can you build more of that into your routine yeah. now yeah. so if it is time freedom even when I worked in my old job, I would have like one day off a week where I would just act like I was self-employed. So I would wow. do all my clients on that day. I would like go for a walk in the middle of the day, take myself out for lunch. And I'd be like, this is what I'll do when I'm self-employed. And now I do it. Oh and like, God, it's so nice. Crazy. So I'd say try as often as you can to spend an amount of time doing what you would do if you were living your dream life and your business was as successful as you wanted to be. Yeah. But then like you were saying, like if, if you don't believe in it, the worst thing that can happen is you've got this mindset where you really believe in yourself yeah. and I would say if you've got that mindset where you're really clear on your goals don't just get clear on your goals and leave it there yeah. get clear on your goals and say okay how can I make it happen mm. so I'm really big on taking action and I think yeah. if you don't take action your manifestations can't yeah. Yeah, happen yeah 100% so you decide what it is that success looks like to you and then think of multiple different ways that you can get that so like if it's a financial goal or like a number of clients think okay what are like five different ways that that can come to me so it might be that you've got like loads of different things in your product suite if I sold like five of these and I signed two clients on this level and one client on this level mm -hmm. and then think of loads of different ways but also know there can be always always other ways that it can come in and it doesn't yeah. have to be the ways that you fixate on because if you fixate on those ways and you think that's the only way this can come into my life you're blocking out all those other yeah. opportunities yeah. so i'd say focus on what success feels like and think how many different ways you can take action and do it what do you think about when people do put a time frame on it you know where they're like by this time next year i will be in this or i will do this do you think that's a good thing or do you think people can be disheartened if they're like oh it's been a year and i'm not there yet kind of like what you were saying before about when things don't happen just yeah. knowing like there's Something a reason else. so i'll still use time frames i'm like yeah. by this time this will happen but if it doesn't i'm like oh, okay there'll be something in a year's time where i look back and think that couldn't yeah. happen that, yeah so it's, yeah you can it, only reflect on it can't you yeah, yeah. oh my god this has been literally like <laughs> i'm like mind blowing yeah. like, i'm like in awe because right we now. always speak about manifestation and i know it works but hearing about the science behind it and how the yeah. brain works and things that i thought like were, i had questions you know like you know about the imposter syndrome and stuff like that because yeah. i beat myself up about it because mm -hmm. i'm like you question yourself and you're like no i shouldn't be questioning myself yeah. it's like this whole vicious cycle yeah. you get into or even if you're having a bad day and you're like my business is gonna fail you're like wait i shouldn't have said yeah, that like, oh, it's gonna no, fail yeah, like yeah. knowing that that can like manifest itself is crazy yeah. sometimes i think the best thing to do is when you get in those headspaces just give yourself an hour to like really wallow in it like yeah if i've had a month where it's been really quiet like when I've become a mum and I've not been able to work as much, I've had like my lowest month ever. Yeah. And it's because I've not been able to work, like obviously. Yeah. So I let myself have like a bit of a pity party yeah. and then be like, right, I'm getting back on track now. 
Because yeah. if you just ignore those thoughts and like try and repress them constantly and think, I can't think that, I shouldn't be thinking that, yeah. you're going to think it more. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. So basically, yeah, have a little <laughs> hour, have a cry. And know that in that hour, if you believe that something's going to manifest, it will. If you believe it won't, it won't. Yeah. So you can think, right, okay, I'm going to have my pity party for an hour now, but I know none of these thoughts are going to manifest because I'm believing that they won't. Then they can't. Wow. I'm oh, mind blown. <laughs> so you're you've got a podcast, right, Hannah? So mm-hmm. people, what's that called? So it's it was called the Mind Map Mentality Podcast, but it's now being called the Align and Embody Podcast. Oh, I love that. So it's going to be more about manifestation, which okay, is exciting. Cool. So go and listen to that if you want more of Hannah. I will listen to yes, that. I will be that. tuning in. Um, and then, so if people want to work with you on their mindset and goals for building their own manifestation techniques what services do you offer so i have got my program that's actually not launched yet but it will be in the next few weeks Mm. which is a three-month manifestation mini mind so it's going to be like a group chat where you'll have access to me all the time with voice notes on Voxer, which is just such a good app. You yeah, I've talk. used that. Yeah, it's so good. good. It's like voice notes all the time. We'll have three group calls a month and a hot seat coaching call. So that's all about like leveling up your manifestation. And then I also do one-to-one um, on a kind of application basis only at the minute, just because it has to work with Matilda. Yeah. Um, and I do six-month or three-month mentorships. So that's working on whatever you want to work on. We do a big assessment. Um, and then I also hold in-person events. So I'm starting some for mums yeah. um, that starting next week. And then I do women's circles as well. Oh my gosh, I literally love her. We loved having our first guest on. So let us know if if there's anyone else you want on the podcast or if you want to join us on the podcast, send us a DM. Give us a message. Um, We'd love to have some of you on and speak about your experiences as business owners. And obviously everyone's got different stories and stuff. I loved hearing about Hannah's. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. So tell them what to do. Okay, so make sure you're following us on socials. That is at the female founders on Instagram and TikTok and make sure to give us a five star review every little helps that would be amazing and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we will speak to you soon Bye. bye